Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It wasn't the so-called big one, but it did rattle British Columbia and British Columbians and frightened residents of the province into thinking about the inevitable big one earthquake. This week's B.C. quake registered between 4.3 and 4.8 on the Richter scale. That's that's noticeable. No injuries, we were told. No significant damage. All the walls, ceilings, and floors were cracked, according to reports from residents. And what I read over and over again was it felt like a truck crashing into my house. Uh, joining me is Darren Flynn. He's uh, a listener to this program in Calgary, and Darren was in Vancouver at the time of the earthquake and and um, contacted me by way of Twitter at the Roy Green Show. So, Darren, thank you for taking the time, and you found yourself in the tallest building in Vancouver when the earth- earthquake uh, hits. Good planning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an earth-shaking experience, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it wasn't traumatic, at least for me, and uh, and it wasn't unique either. I was thinking your your previous guest, another great show, by the way, Mr. Green. Thank you. But, uh, Please call me Roy. Your previous guest, uh, Dr. Corrin, lives in Vancouver himself, and, and as a dog owner uh, like yourself, I, I wish I could have asked him how canine Vancouverites reacted to the earthquake, eh? It would have been interesting. <laughs> they pushed the dog out from under the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they know where to go. Yeah. Uh, but so, uh, and I also look forward to hearing from other earthquake stories from your callers. But, uh, yeah, what, uh, what, what makes it unique is, uh, uh, yeah, I, f- I flew my family to Vancouver to visit my in-laws for a week, and they live in an all-window apartment high up in the Shangri-La, which is indeed the tallest building there. It's uh, something like 700 feet tall. And, you know, it's the same skyscraper as the new Shangri-La in Toronto, so your listeners there will know what I'm describing. Okay. And uh, the Vancouver one, you're, you're sitting in the sky, surrounded by glass, towering over the city's other high-rises, you know, overseeing the mountains, the ocean, Vancouver Island. It's a stunning view. That's the scene. But, yeah, a short while before midnight on Tuesday, uh, my father-in-law and I were watching TV, and we heard a loud bang. Like you described, it sounded like a truck running into the, the building. And uh, the all-window wall uh, behind me shook. The cabinets in the apartments were shaking, and, and, and uh, I was shoved forward in the couch, like jolted forward, because I, and because I was thrown off balance, I think, I really felt the vibration in my upper back for a good couple of hours afterwards. And, uh, yeah, my father-in-law went to check in on, on his wife in the bedroom, and I went to check on my family in the other bedroom. And uh, when we came back to the living room, it was a good couple minutes later, the chandelier uh, on the ceiling was still swinging, uh, so it was something. That is quite something. That that means it was. I mean, four point three to four point eight is not insignificant. That's and for you to get thrown around on the couch and wrenching your back, that's yep. that's pretty significant stuff. So, what was your instinct when it first when it first happened? What were you thinking, or do you remember what the thought process was? Uh, yeah, it was a bit silly. Like uh, my instinct was to to grab my kids and run down the stairs, um, um, which would be you know. Uh, 40, uh, uh, way more than 40 flights of stairs. It's just, it was insane. Uh, in fact, when I talked with the concierge later, he said quite a few people came out of the building, and that's not what you're supposed to do. There's, you know, there, there's probably between 700 and 1,000 high-rises in downtown Vancouver that all fall on you, so you might as well stay in that building. And uh, uh, But what one thought that did go through my mind was um, I was, I was um, grateful to... The, uh, you know, the architects, the engineers, the builders, and so on, who all did their jobs responsibly and professionally when they created something as gargantuan as the Shangri-La. I mean, uh, you and I know there's a lot of uh, rampant uh, 
cutting corners and cheating and other unethical behavior nowadays and attitudes society-wide. So to know that you can still count on some people doing things right <laughs> and uh, even withstand... Well, it's really important at a time like that. Right? Yeah, right. absolutely. It's important at a time like that. What was the buzz in the building, uh, Darren, the next morning and, and on the streets in Vancouver? What were people saying about the quake? Well, you know, some people did try to play it down, but uh, born and raised Vancouverites all said that they, they, I mean, they've experienced other earthquakes, but this one, they they really felt somehow. They really did feel it, yeah. You had to be awake, though. It was just before midnight, so some people slept through it and, again, were inclined to discount it. But I I bet some people were rattled. I mean, look at the vocabulary we use, eh? I mean, I'm no psychologist, but as a linguist, I can tell you that, like, our our minds associate that physical instability with psychological instability. And so, like, when you talk about, like, shaken by the experience or unsettling, imbalanced, unbalanced, uh, erratic, off-kilter, you get the point. It's it's unsettling. (laughs) Well, absolutely. Kind of a, something happens to your brain when the the ground you stand on is is shaken. And so I imagine some West Coasters who are prone to anxiety may well be a unsettled both uh, literally and figuratively by this uh, seismic event. But we all, if something like that happens, we all seem to feel at some point afterward that it's necessary to press the bravado button. Well, I, We can't know, I, admit I, that I, they'd I scare the bajabbers out of us. I wanted to... to oh, oh, you mean to, to play cool, you mean? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. See, see, I... You know, I might I'm not saying you did that, but I think that's sort of a there. general personality trait people have. Uh, you know, it could have been when I was younger, but with my young children there, my family, uh, it's not the way I felt. I, I, um, I, I, I understand. I mean, I, I'm interested in science. So I, when something like the Earth moves like this, I understand that's significant, even if it's uh, just 4.8 or whatever it was. Um, no, that, that, that rattled me. I mean, I, I realized what was happening. Yeah, I just received an email from my cousin. And she writes, hi, Roy, I heard it and felt it. She's in BC. I heard it and felt it. It woke me up. I'm not far from the train tracks, and I thought a train had derailed. Mm-hmm. It was that loud. My bed shook, too, she writes. Yeah. No, I think downplaying it is silly, and this is this is one area where, uh, I mean, uh, everybody I talked to really felt unprepared. They didn't know what to do, whether to, to hide in the doorway or under the table or to exit the building. or, And so it seems that people as a whole are massively un- unprepared, and I bet the, I'm afraid to ask about uh, what the authorities think. And it is a, a great example of something where both individuals need to be informed about what to do under the circumstances if, God forbid, uh, the big one ever happens. Um, and uh, the authorities have to have all done their job right. But it's, it's, uh, it's a question of individual responsibility and the authorities doing their job right. Everybody has to just be responsible and professional, I think. Absolutely. But yeah. what I've also heard, and I've been in touch with a number of people in British Columbia over the last couple of days, and somehow the earthquake, of course, comes up in either conversation or in an email exchange, and it, the, 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 the rote response was, or the pretty typical response was, gee, you know, we, we know we have to be ready for the big one, but we weren't. But this one has really shaken us enough that we're going to take the necessary steps to get better prepared than we were. Yeah, that's good to hear. So clearly it hear. made an impression. That's good to hear. There was a, I mean, I, I'm on Twitter, uh, the, and uh, the first reaction seemed to be thousands of jokes, uh, you know, puns and stuff. Yeah. And, and that's good. That's one way of handling things. But I hope it's uh, people don't just laugh it off. Yeah. There's, it's a learning opportunity. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it also helps you connect. I mean, remember that horrible earthquake in Nepal last year? And, I mean, it makes you 
it connects you with these things sure does. all around the world all the time. It sure does. We're all connected by this uh, shaking earth. So, you know. Well, Darren, you'll think about going back into that building, I'll bet. <laughs> yeah, I certainly will. But again, the, the view is worth it, I think, Absolutely. For, for my in-laws. But still, it's, uh, I'm glad to be back in stable Calgary, so long as there's no tornadoes coming our way <laughs> anymore. <laughs> All the very best to you, and Happy New Year, and thanks for sharing the story with us, and thanks for listening to the show. Thanks, Roy. All the best. This is Darren Flynn uh, joining us from Calgary, and enough of a quake that it, uh, that it hurt his, his back. And there are quite a few stories about walls cracking and floors cracking and... Ceilings cracking, 4.3 to 4.8 on the Richter scale. We're back in a minute.